welcome to TechAnt Media's Let's Discuss podcast. On today's show, Apple's big keynote, the HTC Vive, Valve Steam Link, and more. I'm your host, Colby Prophet, and joining me today is Jesse James. Hey, hello, guys. How's it going, Jess? Hey, man, it's, it's, it's going good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I'm just trying to absorb all this big tech news right mm, now. Yeah. Especially with Apple's big uh, keynote event that they just did uh, today on the date of recording, which is the 9th. Um, huge announcements. Of course, the watch we already knew uh, was going to be um, you know, further introduced and, and more details on it. Uh, what are you thinking about about their watch so far? Honestly, I feel like, and I think we're both in agreement of this, that it is ridiculously priced. Um, it is no, just, noted that we are both Android users, not not like hardcore or anything, but just that we don't have Apple phones right now. Right, and you know, it's like my girlfriend; she has, uh, you know, she's always stuck to iPhones, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've used them from 3G up to 4, 4S or whatever. And, you know, I, I really like them for the most part, but I just, I, I, I really like Android a lot more. But th- that's to be said, I really, I really feel like on the market right now, there's no smartwatch that really appeals to me. Um, but price wise, I feel like this is really jumping above a gap that I don't, I, it feels just so out there. Like, your average Android watch is like at most like two fifty. Right. Yeah. Your your premium ones like the the G Watch R, um, Moto three sixty stuff like that. They're all right under three hundred. And here we're getting uh you know the basic model. Not that they all, they're all functionally the same. That right. With that to be said, there's there's three editions: sport, sport edition, watch, just regular, and the edition edition which is the stupidly overpriced one, but they're all functionally the same. They've all got the same like Sapphire crystal heart rate things and all that. So, um, it, it does seem ridiculous for the pricing. And, um, and like you said, there's not really any smartwatch out there that I really find to be incredibly compelling. And even on the keynote, the apps that they were showing off are basically just, well, they've even said that you, they're not allowing like apps to be on the watch itself until, um, I think September or something. Yeah. And later on. Yeah. It's just apps that you have on your iPhone that have watch components on them. Right. So it's, you know, and like the thing is when I look at the Apple watch, it really like, I feel like I don't know what it's exact demographic is for all smart watches that's how i feel like when you look at the bezel and everything on the apple watch i really feel like it's more feminine i I think so too i think that's actually what they're targeting towards like it's design and everything feels more feminine and they've even done smaller sizes which you know females tend to wear smaller sized watches of course yeah um it'd be be really weird to have you know a little feminine wrist and a big old big face rolly on there I mean, like the Moto 360, that would look ridiculous. It'd look ridiculous on my wrist. And I got pretty medium sized wrist. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, but like, I, it just, when I look at it, the curved bezels, the uh, sidings that come around to hold the uh, watch band, I just, it really, the curves of it really make it very feminine. 
And uh, th- I mean, that's not a bad thing at all, but I feel like that's yeah. a targeted, targeted demographic. I feel like it's, it's, and I've heard this before, um, that I feel like it's for women who have their phones in their purse. Yeah. That, that way, makes a lot of sense, actually. Right. It, it makes sense when it's in that, like, but for someone or for like a guy or female who just has their phone in their pocket, like, do, is it really that much of a nuisance? Like, you're, you're, I feel like you're going to get used to the vibrations on your wrist, on the that, notifications on it. Yeah. I th- I've always found that to be pretty cool, actually, because a lot of the time you don't want your phone making a ton of noise if you're in a meeting or whatever. And, right. you know, if you get some kind of update on your, you know, you can get it on your wrist and, and quietly dismiss it or not have it make noise. And, uh, and it, I, the going, going back to the purse thing real quick though, uh, they actually said that the Apple watch will uh, communicate with it's, it doesn't stand alone at all. Like a lot of watches. Don't. Yeah. None um, of them do. I don't think. Yeah, well, there's, I think the one by Audi, Audi came out with a, a watch. It's not for sale yet or anything, but it had web OS on it. Mm, so that's okay. pretty cool. It stood alone. But anyway, uh, that's beside the point. It can, uh, be, it, it can, um, contact the phone through Wi-Fi as well as Bluetooth. So, uh, you can have your phone in another room or in your purse or, you know, whatever, and it still be working, uh, through that. So that's pretty neat. It's not something you'd be able to like leave your phone at home and, and go on a jog. Right. And you and, need to take both of the devices. Right, exactly. Which, you know, most people would anyway, but just for the sake of argument. I just feel like right now there is no point in owning a smartwatch. And I mean, obviously the tech is still pretty buggy. We don't really know exactly what we want out of these devices yet. Um, I just don't know what these things are truly targeted for. I feel like, you know, with my phone in my pocket, I most of the time always notice my notifications mm-hmm. and I I just feel like it's it's just unnecessary tech that you're adding more to it. Now, I don't think they're dumb. I, I kind of like the idea, but at the same time, I'm crossed with the feeling of what is this $250, $300, $400, $500 device? $10,000. Yeah, $10,000. What, what makes this so appealing for me to use. I mean, these things, if you really like if looking at the Apple thing, these are more expensive than the phone. And that yeah, is a good ridiculous. Deal. I mean, yeah. Like the regular sized one is way more expensive than the phone off contract. And it, yeah, off contract that, I mean, that's the thing, right? Cause they're right. exorbitant amount on uh, off of contract, but still, well, I mean, even on contract, these are more expensive. That's right, the that- thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the on contract ones are cheaper, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I think I think you you were onto it with the the bit of useless tech because I think a lot of the target audience is that sort of bleeding edge tech enthusiast that just wants to have the coolest gear. Which you know, I'm I'm guilty of that kind of thing, obviously. Me too. But, but still. it just seems the 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 f- form is way over function in that point. And I think that's sort of where Apple is moving to in a lot of ways, um, especially with the announcement of the $10,000 and $17,000 um, edition edition Apple Watch. Uh, they have the, uh, the gold alloy and rose gold alloy uh, watches that are just incredibly expensive, you know, up there with Rolexes and things like that. Right. And, and it looks I like think Apple, that's the market to it. 
Yeah, Apple is definitely trying to make that move into like a fine jewelry market. Um, I don't know if they're going to stay like that. I don't know how many of these watches are really going to sell. Because right. when when you think of like a, a Rolex or something, something you know, a really big, expensive. We're not sponsored by Rolex or anything. I know I keep saying that, but a big, expensive item like that, it's an heirloom at that point. And I don't think you know we're not going to be passing down our grandchildren our Apple watches. No, not at There's all. There's no and way. These these are things that will most likely be just in a garbage fill after a few years, just like all our other tech. Right. I'd love for that to happen. Heirloom electronics, but it just isn't realistic. Right. And and it's the same thing with uh, the the MacBook that's coming out from them uh, that was announced at this keynote. Yeah. Uh, Which is a very sleek and gorgeous device like yeah, absolutely it is beautiful gorgeous. Yeah. and it, it's probably probably one of the best notebooks that i've ever seen in style um paper thin i mean this thing is just a gorgeous device but it's the same question i had with the watch who's this for at a price this high who's this for because what's yeah. in it the base is model not worth it the base model is 1300 and then the one that has a an SSD that's twice the size is $1,700. And it just, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and, and like the battery life is pretty good on it. But I mean, the thing is like you can get because a it has a tablet processor. Right, well, yeah, it has an Intel M. I mean, it's, it's half of a tablet basically. It's just, and it, I would have, I would have really liked for them to had like a convertible entry. Because that's something, and obviously it would be in complete like competition with the iPad at that point. Because you know, oh, true. you need you need a, an iMac, you need a MacBook, and you need an iPad to to go with your iPhone and smartwatch. But you no, know, I did I didn't think about that about it being competition if they did change that touchscreen. Yeah, like that, if they made I actually it just, convertible. I actually just thought about that. Uh, that's just why now. I'm not going to do one. Yeah, and that's that's what I was talking to you before. Like, I'm surprised I didn't do a touchscreen, and then I didn't think about that until just now. But um, something something more interesting about that that MacBook Air. This is going to be one of the first, uh, if not the first, I think. I think one of the Nokia tablets has a USB Type C. I think, but this this tab, laptop now has a USB type C connector, which is USB 3.1, um, standard. It's the only port on the laptop. That's your charging. That's your data transfer. That's everything. Headphones. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And it's going to have, there's going to be a dongle for it to split it off. But, is it going mean, to come with a dongle or do you have to buy that separate? I don't know if it's going to come with a dongle. Uh, thanks for throwing me that question. Yeah, I'd say so. Honestly. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're going to have to have a dongle to use literally anything other than the charging cord because, exactly. you know, uh, did you, uh, did you ever pick up that USB type C, uh, flash drive that was on sale the other day No. or, or the, the mouse that you could use the wireless one that had a USB type C receiver <laughs> <No>. on it. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, well, uh, yeah, it's cause they don't exist yet. And exactly. that, that's sort of the thing. And I think I think with both of these, Apple is sort of Apple sort of you know they, they they want to say that they're innovating, and I agree with them. They are innovating, and it might push the market toward you know 
uh, having these type C connectors, having, you know, more competition on the watch front and, and making these watches more useful and more compelling. The, the thing is, is like, I'm all for, you know, like the USB type C is just, it's, it's much faster and I'm all for them, you know, adapting to it, you know, a new, um, uh, uh port, but mm-hmm. I just, if you're only putting one on there and saying, oh, this is for everything, then I feel like it's like, well, I got to plug this in to charge it. And you know, this is going to take forever to charge. Right. Well, uh, and it's, uh, it's supposed to be a 10 hour battery life on it, which is pretty good for a laptop, I guess. But that's really good for a laptop. But is, like you yeah. said, it is basically an iPad with a keyboard. Right. Yeah. It's, um, the, the USB type C can carry uh, 20 volts and five amps. Oh yeah. So that's right. That's yeah. Right. So it, it might be pretty quick. That's uh that's a hundred Watts, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's a hundred uh, Watts. Jeez. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. So, I mean, it, it might not take that long. Um, depends on the actual power brick, obviously uh, how, yeah. how much wattage it is, but because you're obviously going to need something to plug the USB into the wall, but um, yeah, and it's got the new keys to the butterfly switches, which are supposed to be pretty good. Um, but, I think you know, I think Lenovo uh, actually did another switch like that. Sort of, it was a. Um, they also did an innovation on their keyboard switches for the laptops. I think but, we should all just, uh, you know, use giant. We should just. Uh, reform all laptops and just regular keyboards to always be mechanical. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine how big, how big the MacBook Air would have to be with a mechanical keyboard? I know that thing would be, that'd be stupid thick. (laughs) We've slimmed down our laptops even more, except for the mechanical keyboard, which is two inches thick. (laughs) You just see someone just clanking on there with their thick rimmed glasses glistening in the, Mm -hmm. in the Starbucks light. (laughs) <laughs> yeah nora it's jones all, you, blaring behind them you walk in there you can't yeah you can't even hear nora jones because all you hear is just the <laughs> clicking of the keys and the slurping of of the mocha espresso triple shots that's the future this is the future sound of, of starbucks if that happens i don't know any nora jones songs or else i would have kind of okay i know i was gonna say the same thing <laughs> we need to go to more starbucks and maybe we'd uh we'd learn some I, you know uh, i think i would rather not yeah that's you know, okay you know um to uh if you don't mind the let's just wrap up you know the apple key event i just i just yeah, want to yeah i was about to i just i just want to say you know like I, I i do support uh the idea of these watches even though i really don't feel like i don't know what the market is because i do believe in innovation and i do think this will uh change the way we use our devices um I, I just find it weird because, you know, cell phones kind of killed off the watch and now cell phones are bringing back the watch. And I feel like it's just weird. Right. F- yeah. The thing is, people used to carry around watches in their pocket so that they could tell time away from a clock. Right. <laughs> right. And then they went to wrist watches because you might not want to carry around a clock all the time. And then people stopped wearing watches because they could take the phone out of their pocket and tell the time. <laughs> And now we need a wristwatch too. Exactly. So basically, so, we're carrying around a wristwatch and a pocket watch at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
and I, like it's like I was saying with like the notifications, like you know, there's times where I, you know I'm not even noticing anything like on my wrist or something, like I'm doing something, and like I guess you would see that a lot faster, definitely if your phone is in your pocket. But like if your if your phone, I don't know if it vibrates. I'm pretty sure that's what it's gonna do. It'll do like a little vibrate on your wrist. Yeah, usually they do. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get used to that pretty quickly, and you're not gonna notice mm-hmm. messages. Just like everything else, because you know your body adapts to things like that. It's possible. We'll have to see. So, I guess. you know, and also uh, one more thing on on that watch. I I think uh, the size differences in price too. Oh yeah, uh, I think that's re- yeah. I, I want to touch on that for thirty eight millimeter on the sport edition. It's three forty nine, and on the forty two millimeter of the same one, it is four ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> just such an insane jump you're paying 150 dollars for four millimeters of watch <laughs> and and then if you just go to the apple watch which is 38 millimeter uh this is the stainless steel version yeah here. um for 549 for the 38 millimeter the jump is nowhere near as drastic it's to 599 for the 42 millimeter which is right. just weird it's just a weird jump i guess like, you're already paying so much for it well yeah you're you're paying as much as a small you're paying as much as a unlocked phone yeah yeah off contract unlocked phone yeah possibly two of them depending (laughs) on which uh bracelet you get right i mean it's just insane you can buy uh, phones for your whole family on contract mm -hmm. for for that price it's just and one more thing we're not disparaging apple outright it's just the fact that i mean i think we both fair to it's both both of us it's fair to say that we find these both of these products pretty frivolous i guess right and, 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 and i want to i want to make a comparison real quick to the microsoft surface pro 3 um which i think is probably their not their latest offering i think it was uh, last spring um it was released in last spring in may um 12 inch size similar to the 13 of the uh, the new MacBook. Uh, it's a little bit lighter at 1.76 pounds, has a, a battery life of nine hours, and has similar screen resolution for $1,000 less, pretty much. What, six, 300? It's No, no, the $700 one. So I guess, oh. yeah, never mind. So compared to the $1,300 one, it's just half the price. Oh, okay. And it runs Windows, so, you know. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, is, is yeah, I, I agree. We're not, like, dogging necessarily on it. I think all smartwatches, including Android ones, are not really up to snuff yet. And obviously, because it's brand new tech, you know, it's not really there yet. Um, I just do feel like the Android ones, you know, you can wear any type of Android one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're at least being met with more feasible price ranges you know heck the 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 pebble what the the first edition pebble one which looks like a plastic kid's toy mm-hmm. um you might as well put like door the explorer on there and like <laughs> right watch. it's like what 100 i think it's right 150 now? i think, I think it went down to 99 though. did it okay it might have i don't know i i could be mistaken i'll, I'll matter of fact i'll look that up you'll go in here my keys okay uh, sorry audience while we're while we're on that though um did you see the the Android commercial that they aired um, before the keynote? Uh, no, before the I Apple didn't. keynote, it was it was uh, a bunch of people wearing Android wear 
smart watches and it, it said, um, Oh God, what did it say? Be get together, not the same or something like that. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of a shots fired thing by Android there, but right. Yeah. And, uh, the, the first pebble is 99. They are 99. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh pretty, I mean, you know, if, if, you know, and, and the newest one, you can actually do voice on it, which is, yeah. which is what you need for a device like that. Cause I yeah. feel like that's, that's like, you know, Oh, let me get a notification on my wrist. Oh, look at this message that I just read. Now I got to reply. So I pull out my phone. Like it defeats the whole entire purpose. Mm-hmm. So at least with voice, you can record it. And you know, with these using, um, okay, Google, you know, they'll actually be worth a dang. Right. Yeah. The fact that it goes straight to Google. Yeah. I find that service really useful, actually. The okay. Yeah. Google I thing. use it a lot. Uh, did you know you can, uh, listen to all your recordings? What, uh, through okay. It, Google or. It, well, it's, uh, it is through Google, but yeah, you can yeah. actually like there's the metadata. Um, you oh, can go and oh, the recordings. I'm stupid. Yes. The recordings of what you said. Oh God, that should, mm-hmm. that would be so embarrassing. It's it's very embarrassing because <laughs> there's the ones where you hear me mess up and I'm just like yelling at it. Yeah. And and also uh, you can actually see where it's tracked your GPS. You can actually see where you kind of been. It's a little spotty yeah. because of course it's popping off towers. It's using some Wi-Fi and right. you know you know um, which which is cool but scary at the same time. But yeah, it is a little bit scary. Know, it it does help with like your like travels and stuff. Yeah. Like I, I feel like the metadata is really scary, but if it's in capable hands, which I feel like it might be, but I'm still scared. Um, it, it's, it's beneficial because it lets you know where, what, where things are, what you usually do. And it crunches that. Yeah. And then they send you ads for, for whatever <laughs> you do. Right. I tend to trust Google uh, as a whole. I don't know if that's misplaced or not, but, uh, but speaking of, of, companies that i blindly trust uh let's move on to the valve htc vive uh vr headset um this was just it had been announced a while ago i think it was at gdc if i'm not uh it it got announced at gdc okay yeah yeah. and uh then we saw a little bit more of it at the in barcelona this weekend at uh, mobile conference but um well and pax east Oh yeah. Okay. Well, the, the the other one was just this last one, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's valve and HTC's entry into the high end VR headset game. Uh, you know, direct competition with like Oculus, not so much Samsung gear since it's a little more, you know, it's yeah, just a right, card. A it's basically Google cardboard, fancy Google cardboard. <laughs> not saying that that's Google not Sorry, or whatever. Yeah. But, um, it looks absolutely amazing. Um, people are saying nothing but good things about it. Uh, it, it looks a little funky, but uh, supposedly it is just basically the best offering so far in a lot of ways. It's made zero people sick that have tried it out, um, whereas Oculus has a pretty high um, rate of that. Uh, but the, the biggest thing about it is probably the fact that it, it sort of it encourages you to get up and move around and interact in the environment uh, with these paddle handles and things like that. It, it just looks amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I'm I, I'm beyond ecstatic because obviously 
uh, I'm a Valve fanboy. Right. Um, been ever since Half-Life 1 mm-hmm. and Ricochet. Um, Which is funny because it sort of looks like a head crab in a certain <laughs> strange way with the straps I, I really, on your head. I really like uh, the aesthetic of it. Uh, I like the honeycomb look. It's just it's rather interesting. And there's, there's no way that's going to stay, though. That's definitely I, a developer I thing. I freaking hope. I think it looks so cool. <laughs> Um, I, it looks like something from a like a futuristic uh, sci-fi movie that was made in the seventies. <laughs> it sort of reminds me of uh, of Sam Fisher, actually. <laughs> if they <laughs> just, just glowed green. Yeah. Oh man! But yeah, um, it's 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 really cool because it's one of the um, it was the first demos that really well. It really, I mean, I know Oculus did some standing, which they made you sign a, a thing, um, but. This was the first VR where they wanted you to stand. And what what's interesting is it uses um, these two boxes they call Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much, these Lighthouses shoots beam of lights. And that's where it does a lot of the tracking. That's why there's all these little um, infrared little... It's lasers. It was lasers, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to like correct you. I was just saying lasers. <laughs> okay, which I'm pretty sure... Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways, um, it shoots these beams out, and that's what, you know, maps everything. And it's to the T, like, accurate as can be. And, you know, you're 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 working with uh, what makes this uh, really great, like the visuals on it. You're working with, you know, 1200 by 1080p in, in each eye. Right, two separate displays. Right, that's at the 90 biggest frames thing. per second. And oh man, that's just gonna that's gonna melt my computer. Yeah, I think it's gonna <laughs> melt a lot of computers. And and I think that the dual displays and it being at ninety frames uh, or ninety hertz, same thing. Um, yeah, right, right. Is really what I think sets it apart, and I think makes it make makes less people sick or fewer people sick. Um, and they just say that the latency is just nothing. I mean, it really feels like you're in this universe that it sets up for you. Right. Um, um, here, let me let me read this. Um, okay. The gyro sensor, accelerometer, um, uh, and laser position sensor combine to precisely track the rotation of your head on both axes to an accuracy of one-tenth of a degree, mm-hmm. allowing you to look around the virtual environment naturally. Couple, uh, couple the headset with a pair of Steam VR based stations to track which are the lighthouses, your physical location, and spaces up to fifteen feet by fifteen feet. They get up and walk around, and I mean that's 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 bigger than what you know your average living room tends to be, or room in your house at all. <laughs> to be honest, unless you got a um, real open floor plan. I mean, like my living room in one direction lengthwise is eighteen, but across crosswise is probably like 10 so i mean i'll I'll have some room to work and what's which is really cool is the fact that um that when you get up to objects it'll start doing like a uh lines with like a reddish look to let you know that there's objects there so you even with the steam controllers which they're, they're not they're not ready yet in that feature, but they will be during uh, the the release for consumer, which when, is going to be December, uh, from what I'm hearing. By December, yeah, it's like holiday. Yeah, holiday 2015. You know, you know how that goes, but uh, but uh, wh- wherever you reach, that will actually be detected too. So that's going to be convenient, mm-hmm. and you know, which is which is good because a lot of people are saying 
the persistence in this is just so real that yeah. people are legitimately losing themselves. And that's just, you know, that's where it's at. That's where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I really hope this headset is also a headset that's going to be good for like sitting in a chair and cockpit driving. Yeah, that's that's something that I'm, I'm really hoping for as well, because I don't know how viable it's going to be right now to have, you know, uh, you know, here's here's the kitchen. You show somebody around the house. Here's the kitchen. Here's the bathrooms. My master suite, and attached to the master suite is my hollow deck, where I keep my <laughs> you know high end PC and Vive. You know, I'd love to do that, obviously. Right. But not everybody can make room for a hollow deck right now. You, um, you know, um, sorry to interrupt you. No, it's good. It was just. A I feel riff. like this could be the possibility of future escapism in in the in the sense of like a hollow deck totally um like i i can't remember what podcast i was listening to not giving you a shout out um <laughs> they were talking about it and i i completely agree that you know this could be the future of where you know there at one time in the living room there was no tv it was just a radio mm-hmm. And you pretty much made your living room into a TV room, you know, a cinema room. Right. And you didn't do that up until that came out. And then you actually started, you adapted to it. And you didn't, like your office wasn't dedicated to PC until later. And then once the computer came out, you know, you had a a office room for PC. This could ultimately be a VR room in your house, like a holodeck. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's far off, but... I mean, the possibility, I mean, it could happen and it's not far fetched. And, you know, I really, I really love the idea of VR. I mean, it gets my goat. (laughs) I don't know who isn't excited for it, but I really do feel like it doesn't take away from traditional gaming. Oh, no. If anything, it definitely adds to it. Any sort of first person experience, I think, can only stand to gain from VR, especially something right. this immersive with the, the the hand controls and the uh, just the feedback and, and tracking of those controllers. Just amazing. Exactly. So, I, I Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just saying to every degree and, and just out in front of you and everything. And it, uh, it just, I don't know. It just looks I can't I can't see anything about it that I don't want, you know, like I'm just ready for this thing. You know, I was excited, uh, with Oculus. Um, I was beyond excited for Oculus. And then, you know, once, once they sold their company to Facebook, I was a little upset, but eventually I kind of chilled out and then I got excited again, but then it just kind of died out. Like I was like, I don't really care. And like the crystal cove looked really cool and it's, you know, it was promising, but it was kind of just on the back burner in my mind. And like, I kept, you know, you kept hearing things about Steam's thing where like they had a room full of QR codes and they had a tracking system for that. And people mm-hmm. were saying, wow, this is insane. This is fantastic. And then, you know, Valve just randomly shows up with this and it's like blowing people's minds. Right. You know, I feel like this is the step that was needed. And with Valve in the market, and plus, what's awesome about this is not not just HTC will be developing this. The first thing is partnered with HTC, but after this, they release the API and allow 
um, other companies to make the physical hardware, mm-hmm. which, you know, I think, I hope that there will be a standard, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, there has to be a standard. Um, I, it just can't go all willy nilly like the steam machines have already <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I mean, to a certain extent, that's just like any other computer, but runs, you know, a slightly tarted up uh, UI, you know? Yeah. But I I just I feel like, you know, we we need that. We need set set things. Even like the steam machines, they should be more set. They should be more controlled. I feel you're saying they should have, you know, like a, a base Right. Model like, that they need to fit, you know. Exactly. Sort of like like, it, like a $500 one should be all the same from different brands. They should all be kind of like, what's the best tech that they can possibly squeeze in for $500? And I know that's not the best for those companies. I know that's not what they're wanting to do. And that's not what they're doing, which is a shame. Because, you know, these, honestly, like, I don't see this being a competition for consoles. Uh, at least with the steam machines. Yeah. And, and that's worth saying that it is only um, compatible with PC right now. Right. But what I think oh, is oh, so amazing. VR? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, what I think is so amazing about this is all these VR headsets coming out. And, you know, aside from the Samsung one, cause it's a little bit different. Um, the rift, the, uh, this one now the Vive and the um, Morpheus for the PS4 the consumer can only stand to gain from all of this competition and all of this, you know, one upping on, you know, well, this one can track better. This one doesn't make you ill. Uh, this one looks really cool, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, I think we'll just see it continue to grow from here on if, because people are amazed by these things. I don't know if it's going to be, this one is going to be a very niche product for hardcore gamers, obviously, especially with the tracking stuff. And, and stuff like the Samsung might be a little bit more mainstream, but I think just with all the, all these flooding the market now, it's, uh, it's just going to be good for competition and, and development of this technology. So it's only up from there, I think. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Competition's really healthy and that's, we, we need competition, mm-hmm. but, uh, out of all these, I would definitely go with Steam VR, uh, HTC's Vive. Yeah, so far. I mean, anything. hell, we might see a uh, might see an Apple VR. Who knows? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> a gold-plated works, one. <laughs> it only works with Apple TV. Oh lord! <laughs> uh, they they lowered the price on Apple TV actually as part of this keynote. Uh, it's now yeah. sixty nine dollars, so mm. it's almost competing Bo- with. Uh, with Chromecast and stuff. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, and Roku and all that. But uh, um, speaking of Apple TV, though, uh, the final thing that we were going to discuss today, the Steam Link um, thing. Would you like to go into that a little bit? Yeah. Um, if uh, people don't know about it, it's essentially um, a, <laughs> a wireless HDMI, <laughs> a TV tuner, pretty much. Right, yeah. If you almost want to say, um, which it receives it, the controllers too, though. That's true. Um, pretty much, it's a box that you put under your TV and you hook it up to your TV, and uh, you can actually you can actually connect this to your PC. By the way, with a cable, which I think is kind of defeats the whole purpose because you can. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of just run an HDMI cable from your computer, but anyways, 
Um, pretty much you stream um, through your home network, uh, your, your Steam onto the Steam link. And uh, it runs at 1080p, 60 frames per second. And um, it's going to be forty nine ninety nine. There's yeah. not much more information necess- necessarily uh, announced on it. Um, it's, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, there's not much information. Right. Um, I mean, there's only so much you can say about it. It's, it's just right. kind of. Uh, <laughs> but I think it. I think it's a big step for for oh, Steam yes. to bring PC gaming into the living room, and, and I think that's a huge deal. Right, and definitely if you have a home computer, like a very powerful computer, I think it's it's going to be awesome. You know, someone like me, if there's like hardly any latency, I'm going to use it mm-hmm. because I hate breaking out my HDMI cable. I, I'm very, like, on my PC and everything, I got my wires micromanaged out the wazoo. Like, my cable management looks nice. You don't see any cables. Everything's tucked under. Everything's tucked in. <laughs> yeah. All your <laughs> everything, cables. All my cables. It looks nice. It looks fantastic. And that's that's how I want it. And if if that allows me to stream everything for forty nine ninety nine, that's not a bad not a bad dive. Plus, you know, it funds Valve and I throw money at them as much as I can. Yeah. But um and then with that, uh they'll release the Steam controller, which um you can you can pick that up re- you know, regardless. Um but which is, uh, that's a very big beast to tackle itself. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really interested to use that Steam controller because it's so weird. <laughs> but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I think Valve is one of those companies that doesn't release something until it's done, until they're happy with it, Half-Life 3, and until they <laughs> think <laughs> they think that it's the best that they can do with it. And, uh so I'm really excited to to see all of this stuff from Valve. Um, exactly. Um, and I mean, if you can if you can get this in your living room, which I assume I can't find anything on it right now, but um, I assume that it's going to stream through Wi-Fi, right? Um, yeah, I, I I presume it will run under Wi-Fi, or you can set up network. Uh, I know you can do a wired wired connection on it. Yeah. Okay. But well, either way, like if you can if you can take and and not have to bring your tower all the way into the living room or whatever for the price of a nice dinner, you know, it's a real nice dinner. It's a real nice dinner, to be honest. It's like a bit of prime rib, maybe a glass of the vino as well. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a pretty good deal at that point. That's that's a full day of chuckle uh, chuckle cheeses. Chuckle cheeses. <laughs> that's until they start sponsoring us, we can't give them a shout out. So exactly, that's I what we have to call them. <laughs> we don't want to get sued. That's, right. that's chuckle but, cheese. But yeah, I think that's that's a good deal, especially with 1080 60 hertz. Uh, you can't get that anywhere in the living room right now. So that's uh, that's I think that's a great deal. Shots yeah, fired I mean, there. You're supposed to say you're supposed to say oh snap right there, Jesse. Oh oh snap. Okay. I, I just I just really feel like if the latency is in check, if it's really low, if there's like hardly any or none, definitely going to jump on it. Mm-hmm. Like there's that's a no brainer. Um, yeah. But if 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 there's latency, then I will just straight up still go with HDMI and get a little you know little wireless keyboard and have that little underneath my <laughs> my couch. Yeah. Hey, it works. Or, 
it works know, that way. Or just your, you know, you know DS4 controller, Bluetooth in, whichever one. Because it's I got a mouse on it. Yeah, the little pad. That's so yeah. useful. Well, hopefully it, the uh, Steam controller will be uh, that's even true. better for that, you know? Well, I, I'm pretty sure it would be. Especially in, in with the touch pads. Plus, plus you're using your thumb, which is a hell of a lot more control than your fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're gripping onto that sort of profile. So yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we've pretty much covered uh, what we're going to do in today's let's discuss. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the first episode. And uh, Jesse, do you have anything else to to say or plug or anything like that? No, um, I'll, I'll plug my Twitter in on the next one. I okay. still got some stuff I gotta gotta crunch and everything. Get that worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No plugging this time. I'm okay. just gonna throw this out cold. All right. Well, hopefully, um, like I said, hopefully you enjoyed the uh, first edition of the Let's Discuss podcast. Hopefully, we'll do, I did. be doing. Yeah, I did too. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we'll be uh, putting putting a couple out a month anyway. Uh, just whenever we feel like discussing uh, whatever we felt like <laughs> whatever's on our brains at the time or any big tech news that comes out or anything like that but uh definitely yeah. or yeah. a game that we want to discuss or yeah whatever either way yeah. yeah but i think that's it for us right now uh subscribe and then do all that stuff to keep up with us and figure out what kind of things we're going to discuss next or any other podcast or that are in the future so all right, thanks for listening, guys. This has been Colby. Hey, this is Jesse. You guys have a good day. All right, have a good one. We love you.